Podcasting from Baldwin, New York. Welcome to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Bringing you everything Baldwin Athletics, including news, game breakdowns, analysis, interviews, and much, much more. Prepare for the laughs, hot takes, hard questions, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, ready to dive into everything Bruins sports. Isaiah Bell and Sophia Smith. Welcome back to another episode of the Bald and Bruins Sports Podcast. We hope everyone's doing well, finishing the year off, the school year off with a bang, athletics-wise and academics-wise. Before we begin this interview, we want to remind our listeners, especially our underclassmen, that it's not too late to send in your resume to Mr. Kelly to possibly have this spot next year on the Bald and Bruins Sports Podcast. We'd love to hear from people. You know, it's a it's a short interview process. Nonetheless, it's a very committed experience, but it's a ton of fun also. So if you have even a little bit of interest, reach out on our Instagram page at Bruins Podcast to start the journey. All right. We are so pleased to have the newest member of the Baldwin Athletics family here today, Coach Frank Schimenti. Coach has quite the resume, having 14 years of collegiate coaching at LIU and NCC, and is very familiar with high school coaching also at Freeport and Valley Stream North Central. Excuse me. Coach, thanks for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. pleasure so I want to start off, where does your love for the game of football come from? Oh, it started when I was very young. Yeah. Uh, I played football at a very young age. Uh, I have a family. Uh, my cousin Chuck is the head coach of Stony Brook. Wow. And my cousin Ray is the head coach of University of Pennsylvania. So that kind of got me going uh, into football. Mm-hmm. And I just love the game. I played, I didn't really play much uh, after I was young, um, after like first and second grade. Mm-hmm. And then I started picking up again in seventh and eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And then I played from there on through the end of college. Nice. Now I gotta ask before we do the rest of this interview, where does your loyalty lie? You know, living in New York. You know, that'll that'll definitely tell the course of this interview. Are you with Are you with the Giants? Or are you with the Jets? You no, know, it's crazy because um, when you grow up like playing football so mm-hmm. much. I mean, it, when I was a younger kid, of course, I was a Steeler fan. Okay, I respect it. Yeah, Super mm-hmm. Bowls in the seventies. Sure. But then once you start coaching, yeah, you don't really have you don't really get into it so mm-hmm. much. You just worry about your own team. Yeah. So I don't get crazy one way or the other. Mm-hmm. But if I had a, the Giants, are I think the best organization. Very you know, good choice. So, yes. Okay. Shout out to the Giants yeah. always. Um, so I want to ask about you know how you came to find Baldwin this year and what made you decide to want to apply and take over this head coach position. Uh, well, you know Baldwin has always been a first class program. Yes. You know Coach Carroll has done an unbelievable job mm-hmm. for over thirty years. Yeah. They always play teams tough. Mm-hmm. They've won some major games. You know in his tenure here. So it was an established program, yeah. which really made it, you know, uh, appealing to me. Mm. You know, I didn't want to build a program from the bottom, you know, right. uh, where you had to like go out and get kids to play and that sort of thing. Um, I've kind of done that before, mm-hmm. um, and I just wanted something that was a little more established. Sure. So uh, they had a youth football program here. Mm-hmm. They uh, they um, uh, you know again they had you know great coaches on staff. They had, uh, you know, great parent support, and uh, I became kind of friendly with the athletic director, and I knew the support they were getting from the administration. Yeah. Uh, the alumni is fantastic. Yes. You know, very mm-hmm. involved. So I thought with all those things, you know, I think we can, you know, continue to build on what the Coach Carroll, and even before that, uh, has created here. 
Absolutely. And I think the alumni f- with any with all the sports here at Baldwin, you know, not just not just with football, it's very telling. And I'm, I'm glad you picked that up because, you know, I think that's something that's kind of ingrained here for all the sports. And I'm very excited to, you know, see how your guys carry that on. Um, you know, you mentioned Coach Carroll and, you know, he gave 30 plus years to this program, and to the school. How special is it for you to follow a man that, you know, gave so much? And, you know, I'm sure you're going to, you know, fill the shoes just fine. But what does that kind of mean to you? Oh, it means everything. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm big into tradition. Yeah. I'm big into history. I'm not, we're not going to change anything. Nice. You know, the helmets are going to stay the same. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have, you know, the uniforms are going to stay the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, just talking to the alumni, how they feel about Coach Carroll. Uh, you know, you know, we're going to just continue everything the same, mm-hmm. you know. And we may have, you know, obviously we're going to have different offense, right. different defense, different schemes. There may be different coaching philosophies, but, you know, Baldwin football is going to, you know, the traditions are going to continue. I think that's definitely making a lot of people smile right now. You know, we like tradition here at Baldwin. We have traditions that go for over 50 years, like sports night, which I'm sure you'll hear all about yeah. next year. But, um, yeah, that's very that's that's really good to hear. Um, so I want to talk about, you know, your high school coaching. What brought you to coaching at Freeport and, and Valley Stream Central? Well, um, after my year at Nassau, mm-hmm. I was going to kind of take take off a few years. Okay. And uh, we had a great year. We were 10-0. and 0. Wow. And, uh, you know, it was the coaches and the kids were outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I needed just to take a break. Yeah. My kids were young and mm-hmm. playing sports and, you know, three kids going in yeah. three different directions. Very understandable, yeah. Um, but I really missed it right away. So Russ Selling over at Freeport said, Frank, just, you know, come down and help out when you can. Mm-hmm. No strings attached. You know, be a volunteer. So I started going here and there. And, uh, you know, the teams were fantastic. Yeah. You know, um, and that really said, okay, I, I want to get this thing going again. And, uh, you know, four or five years into it, you know, I, I saw how tough Baldwin played. Yeah. You know, uh, 2016, mm-hmm. uh, Freeport and Baldwin, we were at Hofstra. Yep. And uh, came down to the last play of the game. Yeah. Freeport just, you know, scored, mm-hmm. you know, on, on the last play. Or close to the last play, last minute, yeah. I should say. And uh, that just shows you how tough Baldwin mm-hmm. is. And then Freeport went on to uh, win the championship. Yeah. So... That's some really exciting stuff, and, I, and I'm sure, you know, we're going to bring it back to Baldwin. Um, I want to talk about your time at Valley Stream, you know, bringing that team to their first playoff appearance in 20 years, in, in 2013, I right. think. Um, it's been a couple of years since Baldwin had a successful playoff run, like you mentioned, in 2016, you know, getting to that big game with Freeport. Do you see you and your staff taking this team to the playoffs in the fall, or do you feel like it's going to be a bit of a work in progress before there's, you know, postseason success? Well, our goals are always going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big believer in like a five-year plan or a ten-year plan mm-hmm. because every year you have seniors, right? And I don't think a senior wants to hear about a five-year plan. No, you know, right. they want to win now. Mm-hmm. And um, but no matter what, whether we have um, you know uh, the top seed in the conference or the you know a middle of the pack seed, whatever we are, yeah. um, it's always going to be about the process and. Um, we're not going to talk about wins much. We talk about it at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. like the Long Island Championship right. and the County Championship and all those great things. Mm-hmm. But once we talk about that, everything becomes about tonight, yeah. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, like right now, the only thing I'm worried about mm-hmm. is tonight's clinic that we're yep. having at six o'clock. Yeah. You know, who, pull up. <laughs> yeah. Who we play? Uh, who we play on you know, the first game of the year next mm-hmm. year? I don't care about. I yeah. don't care about anything about that because mm-hmm. if we have kids that miss tonight or come late tonight doesn't matter who we play right you know we have to focus on us I like that a lot yeah 
I think that's a great attitude to have, especially, you know, coming in. It's, it's June right now. You don't play until your first se- regular season, September 11th. Right. But that's I love the, the effort and attitude. Um, you know, talk about, you know, the game with Freeport being an exciting game. And in recent years, they've had quite the reputation for their success. Um, how will it be, you know, being the neighbor now and, you know, not being on their sideline, but now being on ours? How will that be? Yeah, how will it oh, be? Yeah. I'm looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure you have some guys over there that, you know, it's going to be kind of like some jokes. Yeah, Absolutely. going back. Yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I love those guys. Yeah. We have a great relationship, you know, and uh, it'll be competitive. And, mm-hmm. you know, like everything else, you, you want to beat everyone. Absolutely. You know? It doesn't yeah. matter who, where, when. You mm-hmm. know, you just want to beat them. Yeah. So. Turning in for the red for the blue. Love it. Um, so, as I said, you know, you coached at LIU and NCC. How do you plan to, you know, bring that, you know, college intensity to Baldwin? Yeah, we're going to do everything, you know, kind of like a college mentality. Mm-hmm. I've just always believed in that. And and that doesn't necessarily mean it's better. That right. doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. um, it just means like more of a high tempo mm-hmm. where, you know, you're not just standing around and just talking. Right. We want our kids moving mm-hmm. constantly. Yeah. You know, shorter periods. You know, instead of having a 30-minute period mm-hmm. where kids are just standing there listening, yeah. they're not learning. You mm-hmm. know, people, don't, you know, it's just like when you're in a class, a lecture. Right. You know, you're not learning. People, right. Yeah, yeah. Those things. So we're going to do things in, you know, 15, 20-minute periods, mm-hmm. running around, constantly moving. Uh, we're going to use film as a tool. Mm-hmm. You know, Great. we're going to film practice, mm-hmm. you know, like they do in colleges, and we're yeah. going to watch film after practice. You know, all those things, is, you know, we have to build. You know, everyone talks about, you know, getting athletes or this scheme, you know, are you gonna be spread, or are you gonna be a 4-2, all those things. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to work on technique, Yes. and we have to work on being smart. Mm-hmm. And I think we have some pretty intelligent kids. Yeah. You know, um, mm-hmm. from what I've seen so far, they're really into it. Uh, I'm really, really uh, happy with, with what I'm seeing. Absolutely. I like how you say, you know, bringing some of the things that they implement into college practice, like filming filming practice, yeah. to Baldwin. You know, it's obvious that you know the ins and outs of those sorts of experiences coaching college teams. Do you feel like that gives you a big step on helping your guys get to that next level since, you know, you've coached there, you've, you've worked with guys at that next level? Yeah, I think a major problem with high school kids today mm. is that they feel that they, they – that they can't play in college. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so overrated. You know, there are, there are like, I think there's like 350 something colleges. Mm-hmm. And I think like 150 are Division Three. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a stigma, number one, with yeah. Division Three. I agree, yeah. You know, like, yeah. oh, Division Three is bad right. football. And Division Three has so many schools. There are some amazing Division Three mm-hmm. schools, you know, and there's some schools that are, you know, that are even like struggling for numbers. Like right. you can find a school. Now, it might not be on Long Island. Right. It might not be, you know, within two hours of here. Right, in your tri-state area. Right. But if, if you look, you know, look in the right spots, um, you can find a place. Absolutely. Um, I, I think that uh, players are obsessed with D1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because they want to tell their friends and they're obsessed with scholarships. But, you know. And I, I tell the kids this. I'm going to be really involved, if they want me to be, mm-hmm. in the college process. But Absolutely. they have to want to do it. Yeah. And uh, I think that I can help them. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, you know, we went to a, uh, a prospect day the other day yeah. at Syosset, mm-hmm. and the kids did really well, and they yeah. loved it. Mm-hmm. You know? So... Yeah, and I'm sure for a lot of them it was their first experience, you know, playing in front of 
people that are involved in the college, you know, yeah. world with football. And I definitely agree with you that there is a stigma by D1. It's like, oh, like, where are you going to school? Where are you playing any sport? At lacrosse, basketball. Oh, oh what division? D3. Oh. But that means that, number one, you're probably prioritizing your education, which respect to that. Right. While also staying at your craft, which is, you know, it's just like you're doing your thing that you've worked on in your entire childhood. Yeah. No, yeah. I, yeah. And football's about relationships. Mm-hmm. And your best friends through life, and not football, I'm sorry, sports, yeah. mm-hmm. are about relationships. Yeah. And your best friends through life will probably be your high school and college teammates. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just the way it is. It is for me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even the guys I coach with, uh, it's it's just amazing the relationships I've built, mm-hmm. um, you know, through the years. Yeah. I like that you say, like, best friend. Like, when you just said, like, you know, your best friends like your teammates, I immediately think of, like, OBJ and Jarvis Landry, you know, being at high school together, going to LSU together, right. and then ending up on the Browns together. It's like, you can be friends with anybody, but that bond that is created right. through sports and through football especially, like, it's strong, and it's gotten them to, you know, the pros. So I definitely see it being attainable, you know, for, for ball and athletes especially. Um, you know, back to your college, you know, coaching. Do you have any memorable, memorable games or moments with either college that still play in your mind today? that just kind of like wake you up in the morning and just you know want to keep you going oh my god so many yeah so many games um one time we played bentley college and uh they we played them late in november okay and we lost to them and we had to play them the following week Mm -hmm. in the playoffs we we lost them i think 22 15 okay and then we played them the following week at our place Mm -hmm. and just the way the playoffs worked out and we beat them like 43 to 6 our kids were just going, you know, sky out. high. Yeah. It was just, you know, it just shows you what emotion can do, mm-hmm. you know, in, in sports. Yeah. And if you play focused and, you you know, you take care of yourself and, and you do the right thing and you play smart football. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't turn the ball over much. We didn't have penalties. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that game was great. Uh, the first time we beat AIC, American International mm-hmm. College, was wild. You know, we had a bunch of sacks on defense. Yeah. And uh, it, it was crowd was going nuts mm-hmm. it was just a great you know i can name you know so many so, so many, many names. Yeah, yeah i love that and i think it's it's awesome for kids to hear that you have so many of those at a community college because people underestimate going to community college for sports or like a juco for athletics right. what do you say to the kids and even the parents who are, are kind of have this mindset that no my kids got to go to a four-year school right out of high school right right it's just so important mm-hmm. you know um what we're seeing today and this is you know NASA Community College and all JUCOs can be really, really great for, for kids. Yeah. Um, the only thing that's an issue that I see is that when you have coaches, and it could be from junior colleges, it could be from anyone, mm-hmm. you know, prep schools, when they start to tell kids that they can play at a higher level than they actually are. Mm-hmm. And that's where it gets dangerous because now you're going to really let the kid down, mm-hmm. you're going to let the family right. down, and then the kid is going to be destroyed. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I felt that at Nassau, mm-hmm. you know, not by, the, not by our coaches, but, you know, by whoever it was, you know, if you go to Nassau, mm-hmm. you're going to play at this level. Now, we had, the year I was at Nassau, there were four guys in the NFL. Wow. And one of them was, won a Super Bowl with, uh, with the Eagles. Wow. Okay. Um, great, great year for the Eagles that year. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but the problem is, is that that's it. You know, like every, right. we had 120 kids on the yeah. team and they all come thinking they're getting like a full ride to, yeah. They're going to go big time. Yeah. But the reality is, you know, maybe we had five or six scholarship kids. Yeah. So mm-hmm. a lot of these, these kids get hurt, you yeah. know? And I think the main thing is as a coach is you have to be honest with them. Mm-hmm. You know, you really have to say, listen, you know, or what you do is you send them to a camp, like a prospect yep. camp and you say, listen, you were there, you, you 
did all your drills, you played in front of these coaches, and they didn't offer you a scholarship. Right. That tells you. Right. That this is the reality of it. Yeah. Of it, you know. Sure. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tricky, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. but uh, it taught me a lot. The junior mm -hmm. college, that one year in junior college really taught me a lot. For of, sure. Of, you know, how the system works. Yeah, I think that's going to be really beneficial for a lot of people to hear. Mm -hmm. um, so now I want to, you know, talk about this new journey ahead with Baldwin. I want to talk about, you know, your foot in the door dedication that you've already had with this team. How have the preseason installments and, you know, workouts been going? Yeah, um, really excited. Nice. You know, really, really excited. I mean, uh, I don't want to. It's only been a couple of weeks, mm -hmm. um, but there's been a tremendous amount of excitement, which is normal when right, things yeah. are new. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we had our uh, our parent meeting mm -hmm. yep. and our players, and we we had about you know 50, 60 people there. That's great. Then we did something in the middle school. Uh, we had a great turnout for that. And then uh, this past weekend, I went over to the Baldwin Bombers. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we did something there, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, we're getting probably. 35 to 40 kids mm -hmm. at a workout okay. per night, and yeah. that's with kids playing other sports. Right, you know? and still so, being in school and having and homework and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So um, the kids are learning. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for new systems, offensively yeah. and defensively, they're really picking it up. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm really impressed by their intelligence. Mm -hmm. You know, their football IQ is outstanding. And uh, I mean, they're working hard. And that's great. This is what we're going to stress this year. Yeah. They only have two things they have to worry about we have practice every day. Mm -hmm and get to uh, practice on time. Right, if yeah. If they can handle those two things, mm -hmm. everything else will be smooth. Yeah, always starts at the beginning with the yeah. commitment. Yeah. You know, summer work translates to week one production. Yeah. Do you think these turnout numbers will, will stay the same for the summer, or what are your kind of goals for turnout numbers? You know, I don't know that yet, mm -hmm. you know, um, but it will make a difference for the kids who come. You know, they're going to learn more. Yeah. Okay, and when camp starts, they're going to be ahead. Yeah. You know, um, now... You can't hold it against kids. These aren't mandatory. Right, yeah. And I never would, mm -hmm. you know. Um, if a kid's going away with his family and that sort of thing. It happens. You know, I'm not going to take that away. No, or yeah. He's going somewhere, you know, for a month. Mm -hmm. He's got to go, you know, with his, you know, like I said, he's got family somewhere. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, again, you know, we're not going to hold that against him. It's just a matter of, you know, can he catch up? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. when camp rolls around. Yeah. I think it's definitely going to make, you know, I think a healthy competition between teammates is, yes. is what gets to that point yes. where, where it's just competition versus the other team. And if they know their schemes, yep. they'll play much faster Yeah. Mm -hmm. when they know things. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you play faster, obviously you play better and, yeah. and everything else. So. And, and, and I feel like that also kind of poses a threat on the other team. It's like, oh, these guys know what they're doing. Yeah. It's not that they're just they're just executing. No, they know what's going to happen in the next three exactly. moves, which is very, very scary, I'm sure, to be the other team on the line. Um, you know, you've also, uh, you know, have them start in the weight room now and continue with that over the summer. Um, we'll be, be seeing more content from the weight room over the summer. Like, how important is that, you know, doing things on their own time in order to be productive with, you know, the guys? Right, yeah, you, you know, you know, Two of the things that you can control, you know, anyone can control, mm -hmm. you know, um, strength and mm -hmm. conditioning. Yeah. More than anything. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously we can't control our height. Right. You know, um, speed, yeah, you can, but not really that much. Right. You know, you're kind of, kind of God-given. Yeah. But strength and conditioning, mm -hmm. you know, there's no reason why we can't be, you know, the strongest team mm -hmm. or the most conditioned team. Right. We can control that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, the kids can, you know, do things on their own. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll be working hard with them. Mm -hmm. And uh, hopefully, 
you know, we just keep taking that to the next level. Absolutely, yeah. So obviously, you know, when you have these installments outside, you work on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. How important it is it for you to drill the proper way to do fundamentals like tackling and, and things like that, especially to your younger players? It, it never ends. Mm-hmm. Technique is the most important thing. Yeah. Again, like I said before, everyone talks about scheme. Mm-hmm. It's not about scheme, it's about technique. Yeah. You know, if you can't get off a block, if you can't catch a football the proper right. way, if you can't tackle, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you're in. Yeah. You know, so it's everything. We um, we drill, our drills are so technical. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to see the little step to one step, you know, the way we release our receivers, mm-hmm. you know, the way our linebacker reads running backs mm-hmm. or old linemen, you know, the quarterback reads, every position, mm-hmm. you know, is, is to like the, you know, to the, to the, my most minute thing yeah and I think you know from going from being fortunate enough to go to the games this year it was you know kind of difficult with COVID I think the team struggled with you know running plays it was always kind of tossed to the right or tossed to the left how important is that for you to get your linemen to to be able to support some guy running through them and and have you been working on that at out out on the 600 field yeah Mm -hmm. um it's it's uh I think this year was just an anomaly yeah absolutely you know it was just you know we had at Freeport too it was Mm -hmm. just Kids missing practice, mm-hmm. you know. Not that didn't happen at Freeport. I don't know what happened here either. Yeah. But um, it was just crazy, mm-hmm. you know. Who was in school? Yeah. Who wasn't in school? Um, you know, that wasn't a typical Baldwin right. team. You no. know, no. and it wasn't a typical full, uh, Freeport team. Mm-hmm. And a lot of teams yeah. had the same issues, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, as far as schemes go, you know, again, our our system will be, you know, very sound. Mm-hmm. Um, like everyone else, you know, it's not gonna be anything special, you know, more or less. Mm-hmm. Um, and and again, you just gotta rep it, rep it, rep it. And we, you know, we started May twenty fourth. We're yep. gonna rep it all through the summer. And you, know, you add things here. If it's too much, you take things away. You know, right? And, and yeah. you see what the ability of uh, your kids are. Mm-hmm. You always have to play to the, you know, your, your strengths. Yeah, I think you can push kids to a certain point, but once you get to that point, you gotta kind of yes. just work with it. What yep. you got? Um, the team has a lot of young potential. With with sophomores and freshmen um, specifically, are there any names that are already sticking out to you? Whether it's with character, or hard work, or kind of just you know, being a solid kid. Yeah, we have a bunch, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna name them. Respect, you yeah. Know, because you don't know. Yeah. You know, you gotta see them in pads, mm-hmm. and you gotta see them when they're supposed to be here at seven fifteen. Right. In the morning in August. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. In the heat. <laughs> in the heat. Yeah. So if we uh, if we have another one of these in yeah. August. I'll, I'm sure I'll be able to tell, tell all. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell all. Um, and, but how exciting is it to see such young potential? You know, no names obviously, but just see that like you you have you know 15, 16 year old guys that are that are coming out and they're like, this is for real. It's just, this is high school football. It's the best feeling mm-hmm. as a coach. Yeah. All of our coaches are so excited. We talk about it every night. Yeah. You know, we come inside. We just talk about personnel and mm-hmm. who should we move here, who should we move there, and. It's just great to see all these kids. You That's know. great. Um, so I want to talk about your coaching staff. Obviously, you know, you're going to be surrounded with these guys for quite a long time. Coaches Brian Fraser, Anthony Bolden, Joe Esposito. How confident are you in the strength of this coaching staff? Yeah, well, again, you know, as a head coach, you're nothing without your, your assistants. Yeah. You know, uh, Brian Fraser's from, from Central. Mm-hmm. You know, he's one of the smartest guys I know. Oh. Um, does a great job with the offense. And, uh, you know, he's going to be phenomenal. He works so hard. Um, he's always studying the game, watching film. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he'll be outstanding. Uh, Anthony Bolden, I worked with him uh, at Nassau. The kids love him; they respect him. Yeah. Uh, he played uh, in the um, played for Temple Division mm-hmm. One. Uh, played at Nassau Community, mm-hmm. and again, just a real intense guy. Yeah. 
I think he's going to be a great uh, technician with the kids, and uh, we're very lucky to have him. Uh, we also have Joe, uh, Joe Esposito, mm-hmm. and he's coming. He's a uh, major league baseball player, nice. uh, an alum, you know, and uh, outstanding coach, intense, mm-hmm. you know, um, tells it like it is with the kids, and uh, he'll be our special teams coordinator. Nice. Uh, coach Bolden will be our offensive and defensive line coach. Mm-hmm. All of these guys, more importantly, most importantly, they care about kids, and they're great teachers. Yeah. And one thing I looked in. Uh, for the staff was that I wanted as many Baldwin alumni as possible mm-hmm. and on the varsity staff we have two yeah I think that's great though because it's it's they've been in these shoes before to a to a very personal level you know being on the same field so I think that's a that's a really good key point of you know this staff I want to talk about coach Bolden um, he knows Baldwin intensity you know coaching alongside coach Catapano and, mm-hmm. and contributing to the success of our very very you know skilled and famous girls basketball program are you looking forward to him bringing that intensity out to the field and out to the football program absolutely mm-hmm. one thing that I know you know one of the major things my philosophy is I let coaches coach yeah you know, when they want to talk to the team, I step out of the way. Mm-hmm. You know, I have no ego with that stuff. I, I really want those guys, you know, we're all leaders. We're all, you know, take that role. And, you know, I get sick of myself talking. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, so we have all had that. Mm-hmm. And uh, none of them are afraid to, yeah. you know. And with our JV and, and junior high mm-hmm. programs, um, we have some outstanding guys. Uh, Mike Marrero, who's mm-hmm. new. Uh, he, you know, JV is going to be exactly the same as varsity. Nice. Same plays, same mm-hmm. practice. Um, everything we, we do is going to be exact, That's great. exact same. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Demonte Woody mm-hmm. is going to be there too. He played at Freeport. He was a linebacker at Cortland. Mm-hmm. And then we have one of the best players in Baldwin history, um, Ricky Manigal. Mm-hmm. So yep. he's coming back. So he'll be you know tremendous with the kids. I love him, his personality. You know, just real laid back with the kids. And young kids need that. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. I think I think that'll keep them in the sport longer, especially if they can if they can like their coach, you know, off the field. They'll definitely you know stay in the sport longer yeah. for sure. Um, and I like that you say you know JV and varsity is gonna be the same thing because same thing. you know I come from the field hockey world where we start practice together. It's it's not two teams, it's a program, yeah. and the only times we separate are on game days or you know like specific yeah. things that we're working on. But it definitely translates to you know when you bring those other girls up, they're already in the loop. They Absolutely. already know what's going on, you know, with our head coaches, um, with our head coach and. Yeah, I think that's that's going to be key. Yeah. Um, so you have your August scrimmages uh, a couple weeks before the September 11th game versus Garden City. How beneficial and, you know, really telling will those scrimmages be in, in preparation for a competitive week one game? Yeah, we, we spoke as a staff and we talked about the scrimmages, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a couple philosophies uh, behind it. You know, do you want to play teams that are, you know, really good? Mm-hmm. Do you want to play teams that are kind of in the middle? Do you want to play teams that are, you know, and um, we were going to scrimmage Port Washington first. Okay. And they couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we picked up Plainview. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a good scrimmage for us. Yeah. You know? Like, that'll be really good. Um, Plain Edge and Freeport, obviously, they're, they're powerhouses. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I want to see the, um, the level of intensity. Yeah. And I want to see how our kids deal with adversity. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not saying that we're going to lose. There's no winners and losers in scrimmage. Right, I yeah. People say that. Yeah. We want, you know, it's a joke. Mm-hmm. But my point is, like, there are going to be times when we get knocked down. Mm-hmm. And I want to see how our kids react. Yeah. If they point the finger at the coach. Mm-hmm. If they point the finger at one another. Mm-hmm. You know, if they get up pushing the other opponent. Right. You know, 
uh, I just want to see how our kids react to that. Mm -hmm. I want to see if they can react in a positive way right. and get lined up again mm -hmm. and make a play. Right. Yeah. And then and then kind of turn that momentum back in our favor. Yeah. So that's so important. Dealing with adversity is one of the most important things. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, so let's hope we can do that. Absolutely. I think that's really good. You know, and I hope they're listening right now because yeah. they'll, they'll definitely do that. But yeah, that, that's super telling. And it's very telling, especially if they're freshmen, sophomore, the kind of kids you're going to have for, for three, four years. Sure, sure. Um, so looking ahead to the season, what would you say is your number one goal from week one till whenever your, your last game is? Uh, get to practice on time every day. Mm -hmm. And as coaches, not one kid quit. Yeah. We want the same kids mm -hmm. that... By the end of camp, you know, kids too might say, ah, oh, it's not for me, mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, yeah. um, to talk about wins and losses, you just, you know, it drives me crazy when people look at the schedule mm -hmm. and they go, okay, we're not going to win this game, we're right. going to win this game, you know, mm -hmm. you don't know. Yeah. I like when you posted, you posted the schedule and you said, it's not about them, it's about us. It's about us. Yeah. yeah. We're going to play your you game. Know. Yeah. yeah, it's always about us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great philosophy to have. I'm sure everyone listening at home is going to be super excited. Coach, it's time uh, in our interviews we do our unbearable questions since okay. we're the Baldwin Bruins. Got it. Um, my co-host Isaiah's question. He's a big food guy. He'll tell you himself. What is what has got to be like your pregame like meal or like pregame like dinner if it's a later game that you just gotta have that's gonna get you like ready to go. First of all, I get so I'm very like intense. Not mm -hmm. intense. That's the wrong word. But I get like. Get into it. Butterfly. You get yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. butterfly. So probably not much, but mm -hmm. uh, I'm always a pizza guy. Nice, boring, solid. Sorry, yeah. but I'm always solid pizza guy. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite kind of pizza? Like, what are you getting? I'm getting two Sicilians. Nice. And a regular. Sorry, I eat three slices. I don't blame you. Yeah. I'm, I'm there with yeah. you. <laughs> but not before a game. I'll eat. I'll eat like. I'll eat a ton of food after a game. Yes. Yeah. Major, major food. Nice. After game. I like that. And then my unbearable question, you know. Getting called out for the lineup, you know, they call out the coaching staff and, you know, you get to walk out on the field or, or whatever. What has got to be your walkout song or the walkout song for the team? I'll let you decide. Is it if it's your walkout song or, or what you want the team's walkout song to be? Oh, my God. That's a <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm definitely going to sit down mm -hmm. with the uh, some of the kids. Yeah. And I'm going to let them choose it. Okay. Um, as long as it's appropriate. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Got to keep yeah, it clean. I'm going to listen to it uh -huh. ten times before we actually make that the song oh my god what song would it pick yeah it's a tough one it, it stumps a lot of people but then whenever when it comes to them they're like oh this is the song see that T.I. song is just old though bring it out nah I'm not gonna do that yeah but I respect that though it's a good song mm -hmm. um, I love it but I don't know if the kids would like it they're like coach this is too boring <laughs> uh, what's the uh, that was a good song that we used to do Oh, it's like on the tip of your tongue. Uh, Return of the Mac? Is that what it is? Oh my god, that was Mr. Ramirez's walkout song. Get out of here. Wait, I'm serious. Week one, our first interview ever. First Unbearables. What's your walkout song? Oh, Return of the Mac. There it is. Yeah. Could be. This is a match made in heaven. We have our athletic director doing <laughs> Return of the Mac, our new football coach, Return of the Mac. Only success from here, really. Let's go. Coach, thank you so much for coming on. This has been a great awesome. interview. Everybody, you're only going to see great things from Baldwin football. So, you know, week one, turnout. We want to thank Coach Cementi again for coming on the podcast. 
after listening to that, if you're not excited and you're not hyped for this next fall sports season, I don't know what you just listened to. But uh, regardless, best of luck to the team. If you are interested in trying out for football in uh, in the end of August, definitely come out to those weekly workouts. It definitely makes a difference. Um, but yeah, super excited. Definitely going to catch me there on Saturdays. Um, hope to see the rest of the Baldwin community out on Saturdays to support the football team. As always, we want to thank our listeners for always supporting us and giving us a listen on their streaming platforms. You know, the year is ending, but nonetheless, this has been such a great experience and we love to finish it off great. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all streaming platforms. Check us out on Instagram at Bruins Podcast. Join us next time for more news, analysis, interviews, and everything Baldwin sports.